Revival Mission or Jesus Church, located at 6010 West Mill Road, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, where the pastor is Elaine Allen. Lord, I will bow to you, to no other God but you. Praise the Lord, this week we will continue our discussion of current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So this week I want to talk about, well, actually continue what we were talking about last week. And um, the topic was Romans 8.28, where it says, and I know everybody knows this scripture, you know, because it talks about how all things work together for your good. You know, when something happens, somebody will come around and tell you, well, you know, all things work together for your good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. So if you love the Lord, So we were we were ending the this last program with um, talking about Paul in Second uh, Corinthians chapter twelve verses nine and ten where he said, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. And that was when Paul was praying because he had a thorn in the flesh and he wanted the Lord to heal him, and. Um, and he prayed three times, and the Lord said, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made, in per- is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, I will glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. And then Paul goes on to say, which I think is, is very hard sometimes, Therefore I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses, for Christ's sake. And that's very important. For Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am strong. I become a fool in glory, glorying. Ye have compelled me, I, for I ought to have been commended of you, for in nothing am I behind the very chief chiefest apostles though I be nothing so he's letting them know because they always questioned his authority his legitimacy they, they, they questioned him because he was like an apostle that was born out of time you know as far as the apostles that were close to Christ there were other apostles but he 
trying to tell them out of the 12 that the Lord has selected, he was like number 13. He was letting them know that he, he wasn't coming up short in any category. Because they always, when he would tell them what to do or when he would rebuke them, they would always have something to say to him regarding being rebuked or regarding his interpretation of scriptures. They just didn't, they just, they, you know, they basically, they just didn't allow for it. Well, we, were, we ended the program talking about Paul and how hard it is sometimes when we go through stuff. You know, hardships, insults, difficulties, sicknesses. And, and that's, I think, where we ended up. We were talking about being afflicted or sick. And that's where Paul was. He was feeling like he didn't, he didn't want that affliction that he had. All right, so let's, let you know, I want to get back to, I don't want to forget about, you know, because we ended the program talking about how when the Lord blesses, he, he makes your feet like hinds feet. And right. there, it's in the scriptures three times in, in the King James Version. Once in Habakkuk and twice in Psalms. But um, he, I want to, I want everyone to know the difference between for Christ's sake. I mean, because you can go through a lot of things. How do you know you're going through That's all. for Christ's sake?
sometimes they don't get worse, sometimes they just stay the same and it's like that for years and years and they don't get an answer. Can you assume that you're doing it for the sake of the Lord? That you're, I mean, is that like suffering for the Lord's sake? Yeah, I, I like, don't know if it'd be suffering for the Lord's sake, but I believe a person, even though, like my backup said, we ended the program talking about how the Lord will bless in spite of your sickness, in spite of your afflictions, in spite of, but you know, it is hard when you're going through a hardship. You, I mean, it's not a picnic. It's not a picnic, but sometimes 
So in difficulties and persecutions and hardships and weaknesses and insults, um, you have to know that all things work together. And, and they're in, in 
different person? Yeah. I know I do. <laughs> I can't come up with the exact words that are in King James Version. Yeah. That I know. So, you know, when we're going through times of trouble, and sometimes it's, it's very hard, we have to know that God is going to, no matter what the outcome, right. no because, matter if it's the way you want it to turn out, whether it's a death, a sickness, a natural disaster, or even this coronavirus, um, or the tornadoes, or the earthquakes, you know, the 6.65 earthquake in Idaho. Yeah, it was a little while ago, and then there was that, you know, what I thought of is that tornado that hit Louisiana in the middle of all that quarantine and everything. That is terrible, and the very thing that you were supposed to be doing is Staying away from each other, distancing. It, it was impossible because they had to have shelters for people, right. you know. And um, so God is still good. And, and a lot of times I think there's a more than physical things, more than natural disasters, more than sickness and disease. I think more than anything, there is an internal battle emotional battle there's a there's something inside of a lot of people you know that you just feel like there's sometimes no hope I don't know you know you get it's um, well that's what the enemy would like a person to feel as if there is no hope but in the middle of all of that God is still good right God is still good so um First John chapter 4, it talks about how you get to know God through love. And it says, Beloved, let's love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. He who does not have love does not love, does not know God, for God is love. Right. And he's not being, uh, possibly, uh, like a lot of people do, they think in terms of carnal type of love. Now there's a song of maybe just me, in my imagination, I forget who the artist is, but, you know, I hear, I hear it played a lot. sung a song, but, but the spirit in which you sing something, or the motivation behind it, it makes a difference, and I'm thinking, I would never sing it, I would, maybe somebody else would, but right now, as it stands, unless I get a clear understanding, I, I couldn't you know, conscious uh, sing it, so when the Lord is talking about love, he's not talking about trying to reference his love that he has with something that's clearly just carnal in origin, there's, there's a there's a spiritual side to marriage. Marriage is carnal, but the spiritual side is what the Lord wants us to see. So 
When God talks about love, he's talking about something that's unconditional, something that all his attributes, and you have to go through the scriptures to look at the attributes of what God considers to be love. Not what man considers to be love. Yeah, so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son so right. that we could have life eternal life right. you know so if you say that I love God but you don't love your brother you right. hate your brother then there's something wrong yes there's something definitely definitely wrong the, the, the and the scripture says that that you're a liar right because the scripture your says heart, you, you lie look, right in your heart you because your heart lets you know who you are and in your heart you can't say you identify as a saint I don't know what it is that you see but if your heart isn't there because the heart of a saint would love the brother. Well, anyway, uh, we have to know that our purpose is not in the world. Right. Our purpose is in God. Is in God. And those things that the world depends upon, you know, having something in the soil, the folds, they look at the natural things. Because our purpose is, is, our whole purpose is to know, to love, and to serve God. That's our whole purpose right. in this life. Yeah, and the people, they seem to get annoyed when you tell them this. I said, but do you see the benefits of it? When you fulfill your, what your purpose is, when you connect and you give God all the praise, that strengthens you. When you open up and humble yourself before the Lord, then the Lord, He justifies individual, then grace overtakes the individual, and then God strengthens that person, then the Lord increases the individual, and the, and the Lord blesses them above measure. So giving God the glory is not one-sided. It's not like the Lord just has us here just praising Him, and then the next year, you know, and again, it's like some people are just narcissistic. That's not how God is. No, He wants us to praise Him because in praising Him, we also I remember when I was young, right. 
you know, I just went ahead and did things. I thought, boy, I did it on my own power. You know, I mean, I knew there was God. I knew and I thanked God and I praised Him and I talked to Him all the time. But I don't think I associated it with, I don't think I, I mean, I something see. must have been missing. thought was, who told the disciples that the Lord rose from the dead? And the answer is Mary Magdalene, and the answer can be found in John chapter 20 verse 18, which reads, Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto her. This week's food for thought is, the law was given by Moses, but what came by Jesus Christ? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought. 